The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... It's time to get up and get moving. Welcome to ACB Reports for April 2022. Last year, on July 17th, the American Council of the Blind launched its Get Up and Get Moving campaign. In the ACBE Forum for June 2021, Tony Stevens wrote in part, This is a national health and wellness campaign for full inclusion for people who are blind or visually impaired, particularly those with additional health complications who were disproportionately burdened during the pandemic. Prolonged social distancing, continued reliance on virtual meetings, and threats to cut public transit and infrastructure will continue to make moving through life beyond our doorstep feel quite different for years to come. This reality will add to the weight that has already been placed on the shoulders of those experiencing great social isolation over the past year. That's all the more reason to recognize, as we move out of the pandemic, a greater need to get up and get moving back into our society. The Get Up and Get Moving campaign not only seeks to break down many of the structural barriers implemented during the pandemic, but also strives to empower everyone who has felt this weight, especially the millions who have spent years fighting their way against the headwinds of structural and systemic barriers to mobility and independence. The negative impact felt by the COVID-19 pandemic brought to the surface many of these challenges to inclusion and opportunity that these Americans have experienced for decades. What is encouraging is that as the world comes out of isolation, tens of millions of other people have found themselves experiencing many of the same challenges. This groundswell of a deeper understanding has enormous potential to amplify the key issues that stand in the way of enriching our health and wellness. As we wrestle our way out of the emotional and physical chains of the pandemic, ACB recognizes the powerful opportunity to raise awareness on the key barriers for those most harmfully impacted by the sedentary confinement of social isolation. We have an opportunity to not just educate, but to influence and empower. The Get Up and Get Moving campaign seeks to drive forward a major public awareness campaign, advocate on key issues impacting independence and mobility in the health and wellness space, and establish partners capable of making major change toward full inclusion of Americans who are blind. And in the process, it seeks to provide a platform for those most impacted to make sure their voices are heard. This campaign will challenge all of us to take steps that will allow us to take back our health. Key areas of advocacy will include issues such as accessible durable medical equipment, accessible fitness machines, access to health data, 
and affordable assistive technology that allows us to move safely and independently throughout the community. Participants in the recent ACB Leadership Conference heard from a panel of ACB members who have accepted the challenge and are getting their move on. This panel was introduced by ACB President Dan Spoon. It's exciting for me to have with us today the facilitator for this panel, a member of the Get Up and Get Moving campaign, Connie Sims, uh, ACB Board of Director from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And then right just north of her, Zelda Gephardt, uh, BOP Director from Edgeley, North Dakota. And then moving a little more to the Midwest, Carrie Goodman, First Vice President mm-hmm. of ACB of Indiana from Mitchell, Indiana. And then finally, Carol Moody, who works out uh, and does an amazing job on her fitness journey. And Carol is from St. Louis, Missouri. So welcome, everybody. The title says, A Group of Ladies Getting Their Move On. So I can't <laughs> wait to hear the stories. Thanks, Dan. I am happy to have Zelda and Carrie and Carol. And they have such inspirational stories. All of us, each member, have a story. And we all have our own journeys. It's inspiring to have those stories. We want those stories. The Get Up and Get Moving campaign wants to hear those testimonies. And to start out with, I just want to say that we have a group page called ACB Get Up, Get Moving on Facebook. Join us on that and share stories. I want to start with Zelda. You started out with the challenge to walking to Omaha. Want to tell us why you decided to do that challenge? Well, I'm going to back up to um, the 2021 convention. I always get inspired going to the ACB convention. And this year was especially inspiring because it coincided with the Summer Olympics we got to see, you know, the, the kickoff of that. And then also, that's when the unveiling happened of the Get Up and Get Moving campaign. And with those three things, I call that the, the trifecta that got me going, um, I just decided, you know, I need to plan a personal goal. And personal goals aren't something that I've been really big at. I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother. And I've been an employee and, you know, a volunteer in my community and, and with, you know, all kinds of different groups. And so I'm, I'm not new to planning goals for them, but not just for me. And so here I am in rural North Dakota, um, out in the country with no public transportation. No sidewalks. No pedestrian signals. No, none of that. No, I, I just have a gravel road that goes by my house. And I'm miles away from a fitness center. So I thought, well, how can I? You know, I, I knew it's the train has already passed. I'm not going to be an Olympian. With the convention being in Omaha next year, I'm going to just find out how far that is. And Siri told me it's 453 miles from my house to Omaha. And I started my symbolic journey on Sunday July 24th at 5.30 (laughs) a.m. And I kept it under wraps for a while because I, you know, I'm kind of new at this goal setting thing and and I wasn't sure that I could be successful. So 
I, for seven days, I just walked two miles every day and didn't even tell my husband what I was doing. So the only one that knew in our household was our golden retriever, Buck. And um, he, he was my faithful companion for those first seven days. That's when I decided I would reveal it to a larger group of people. And I chose to do that because they tell me that when you're goal setting, that you can dream about something and you might achieve it 5% of the time. You can document and, you know, you might achieve it 35% of the time. But if you set a deadline, you have a much better chance of achieving it and that's 65% of the time. But if you tell others and they help keep you accountable, you're going to be successful 95% of the time. So I, on July 30th, I took the plunge and I made an announcement on the ACB leadership list that I was putting out this Walk to Omaha challenge. And I invited anybody to join me or to form their own goal, something that maybe made more sense for them. But what I was going to do was walk to Omaha. And quite literally, I'm not walking to Omaha. I'm just walking the miles that it takes to get to Omaha. And from the beginning, I knew that I wasn't going to be walking during several of the months here in North Dakota. It's just not walking. And so lately, I have been riding my stationary bike. And I heard Cindy Hollis say the other day that she has gotten a stationary bike and she's been doing 30 minutes a day too. So there are several of us that are out there biking, maybe doing stairs, um, maybe doing an elliptical, whatever it is that you do, do what you do and set your goal. And I, I just challenge all of you to get up and get moving in some capacity. Share how you are keeping track. I think well, at, a, at first a, I, I started just, um, you know, marking it down on the calendar. Sometimes I'd forget. Sometimes I would, you know, remember. And then I decided, and I'm going to just hold up here. You maybe can see, or maybe even here. Those are popcorn kernels in a little jelly mm. jar. And I counted out my 453 miles, and I've got two jars. One has the miles that I've walked, and the other one has the miles yet to go. And so each day, I take great joy in taking kernels from the one and putting in the other. And then I have that reminder of what I have yet remainder to do. And thank you for having me today, because this is another way of me putting it out there, telling others, you know, there may be a day and there have been days that I haven't felt well and I just didn't want to do it, but I'm going, oh, other people are counting on me <laughs> doing this. So you guys are holding me accountable and, and you're helping me to be successful at what I've set out to do here. I know it has really inspired a lot of people. So we really commend you for doing that because it's really gotten things going and it's great because more people we can challenge. And like you said, it's one thing, one person can do one thing and another person can't. So right. um, it's do what you way. can do, do what you do. Can exactly. Do. Going into that one, let's go into Carol next. So Carol, you have a different situation. Like Dan said, you are very special to their household and you have a very special history and what you can do. So you have some different serious health conditions. Would you mind 
kind of sharing what they are and why it really limits you on your activity. Well, among other things, I have a very severe arthritis. It's end stage in my knees. I have hypothyroidism, some heart valve leakage, asthma. But the most critical thing to me is I have a genetic lymphatic and fat disorder called lipedema. It is inherited. My mother had it, although we didn't realize what she had at the time. And her being sedentary really did not serve her well. And I could see that. But when I was uh, preteen, uh, it caused me to uh, be less mobile, caused me to gain weight and not be able to take it off at that time. Lipedema cannot be managed through diet or exercise. However, exercise can really help with maintenance. And something that's really come home to me is how important movement is just for one's overall health, not necessarily. A lot of people play a numbers game. They want to lose weight. They want to exercise, lose some weight. Then they put it on and they maybe lose a little more weight. But it has really progressed in me to the point that once you become late stage, uh, then you get lymphedema as well. And this wasn't diagnosed in me until I was going through menopause, which is when it really accelerates. It's, it's hormonally activated and driven. And unfortunately, it's a condition that's not well diagnosed and treated in our country today. So it was very frustrating most of my life, not knowing what was wrong with me and why moving was so much harder for me than it seemed to be for most people that I knew. But I kept trying. I kept... Um, trying to work out, even though I had pain, I had fatigue, you know, just an inability to move because it grows between the muscles and causes some inability of the muscles to really function properly. In fact, I can remember one point I got to a point where I literally couldn't get up off the couch. And I knew it wasn't just my arthritic knees because I pushed and pushed and pushed and I couldn't get up without help. So I've almost wound up in a wheelchair twice. I also needed to have a spinal surgery where I had four herniated discs and um, just a whole issue of things with my spine with stenosis. And I, I got through that. The surgery was rough. The recovery was rough. But uh, I joined the Y and did a lot of aquatics classes and really got myself better from that. And then my lipedema progressed. I have been a itinerant rehabilitation teacher for the blind for the state of Missouri. And my mobility issues became so severe, along with the fatigue and everything that unfortunately I had to stop working early. I had to go on long-term disability from my job, which I really didn't want to have to do. But at that point, I was progressed to the point that I finally had to go see the one and only specialist in the country who really treats a condition non-surgically And she said, you're full body and, you know, you could be bedridden with this condition. So that was quite a wake up call to me. And um, they wanted me to consider bariatric surgery, which I considered, but I did not want to go there. I didn't set right with me, especially since I knew that it wouldn't get rid of the lipedema. It could only get rid of some of the regular fat. So I decided that I was going to do everything humanly possible in terms of lifestyle to try to control this disease. So one thing we found out is that for women with this condition, embarking on the ketogenic diet was about the only way we could lose any of the weight, not the lipedema fat, but otherwise. 
so I did that and I lost 118 pounds, which did enable me to move some better, even though it's not what I would like it to be. So I found out that self-care is really, you know, it's kind of a full-time job, but that's really where it's at for me. And moving is a big, big part of that. I can tell you a lot of days I don't feel like it at all, but I know how important it is. It's keeping me functioning. I'm doing a number of things. It's been a godsend having ACB community classes with Leslie with, well, my favorite is the chair yoga, the stretching and moving my lymphatic system. That really helps. I also do the, um, the weights, the uh, resistance training and the happy hour cardio. And I do a vibration plate and our Lipedema tribe community also does some videos where we do eccentric stretching with uh, Miranda Esmond White. So I'm very limited. I have to sit to exercise except getting on my vibration plate. My husband has to help me on and off of that. But what I've found is that it's so important to be able to adapt what you do and do all you can within those parameters. And since I was told I could be bedridden, I'm not bedridden. <laughs> I'm not in a wheelchair. I'm afraid that I would have gone the way of a lot of people during this pandemic. I didn't gain weight. In fact, I lost just a little bit, but I've kept moving and I intend to try to keep moving forward. You're doing awesome, you know, and, and it's great because, you know, you can do the exercise, especially with Leslie. I know I've done some of her classes, but you can adjust what you can do. I have some permanent disability also from a car accident. And, you know, there's things that I can't do any longer that I used to be able to do. It's nice, though, isn't it, that you can adjust and still move and still be active. When it's you... great to be able to find alternative ways of being able to doing things. And I have that kind of mindset being a rehab teacher anyway. And I'm glad these classes are during the daytime because I have to spend four and a half hours a day on my lymphatic pump. And I have to wear full body medical grade compression, which actually it makes exercise harder through that compression on top of the condition. But uh, being able to do it during the daytime, usually at a time of day where I've really hit a slump, I've really uh, gotten fatigued, but the exercise, even though it's hard, kind of rejuvenates me. Great. You know, and I, I totally understand because I have to wear um, compression socks from blood clots that almost took my life. So I um, appreciate it. So um, thank you for being here and sharing your story. I know there's more to it. So Carrie has some inspirational stories, personal, and how she got into being healthy. I wanted you to talk about that, but then how you brought it into the affiliate and what you're doing with the Indiana, I think is awesome because we want to get the affiliates involved. So like you said, um, it was October of 2020. I'll be honest, I struggled with my weight my entire life. I have yo-yo dieted, yo-yo exercised, lost, gained. It's just kind of been my lifelong pattern. In October 2020, I had reached my highest weight, and I was very unhappy because I physically could not do the things that I wanted to do. And that was um, a motivation for me to make some changes and to make some changes that I continue doing forever. So I, I kind of started a healthy living journey. I am down 150 pounds so far. Probably just about in the last three months, I really added um, 
movement and exercise. And I, I call it, I honor my body with movement because I feel like that's a way that I'm, I'm honoring my body by moving it. And, um, I have noticed that the more I get up and I move, the better I feel, the, the better mood that I am in. And I had kind of been sharing parts of my journey on my personal Facebook page. And I had been following the ACB Get Up and Get Moving page. And the Indiana affiliate had talked about a little bit the Get Up and Get Moving campaign. And we had tossed around the idea of trying to do something a little smaller scale and local where we could hold each other accountable and inspire each other. And so um, I had created a Facebook page that is just for Indiana for Get Up and Get Moving. So it's a smaller scale group. One of the reasons that we decided to do a smaller scale group was just so that we could be a little bit more vulnerable. We know each other a little bit more so we can share a little bit more that personal intimate information that maybe you don't want everybody to know about your journey. I was excited to see so many people join the page and started sharing how they were honoring their body with movement every day or sometimes when they just didn't feel like doing it or other things that they were struggling with, not just exercise, but other things about living a healthy life. Each month I try to put out like my personal goals, kind of like Zelda was talking about, um, we have those goals, but when we share them with others, it, it holds us a little more accountable to reaching those goals. So try to put those out and invite other people to do some goal setting every month on what they want to do and what they want to accomplish in the way of getting up and getting moving. And then another facet of that is we are going to start a monthly ACBI get up and get moving call on Zoom just an informal time to get together, to talk, to share victories, to share struggles, to, you know, kind of motivate and inspire each other because not all of us are on a weight loss journey. Not all of us are on, you know, a, a fitness journey, but we all want to be healthy and we all want to be able to move our bodies. And so to be able to encourage each other and share what we're doing because sometimes somebody will post something and it'll be like, oh, well, that's an idea. Maybe I could try that and things that we don't think of. The page has been a great inspiration and accountability for myself and I hope for others. And I'm really excited. We have our first call in April. So that'll be something new that we're going to try as well, just to have our own little time to get on and encourage each other and share our stories. I think that's awesome. You know, so I'd love to have you give us feedback you know, how you guys are doing, because that's what we're looking for, because this is what's working for Indiana, you know, so maybe that would work for North Dakota or Missouri, mm -hmm. or maybe something else would work for them. But you guys found what works for you guys. And that's kind of what we're looking for is each state, each affiliate, each chapter is so individual and each have their own story. So we don't know what is going to work for each other until you guys know each other on the local level, like you said, mm -hmm. it's more intimate. It's much easier to share and help and that buddy system, that goal yeah. setting, it's inspirational. I mean, I see Carrie's posts or I see, you know, Zelda's or Carol's or anyone's and it's inspiring for me because as much as I've always been into health and wellness, I still get discouraged sometimes. So it's nice to be able to see those inspirational stories and journeys and goals because it inspires. It can be contagious, can it? It, it can. can. And, and Connie, I just want to add that um, 
you know, even though I'm, I'm out here walking on my gravel road and my walking partners are my husband and my dog, uh, we do have some traffic on the road. So my community has seen, ah, that couple's out walking. You know, that's a good thing. And that might be inspiring to some of them to do the mm-hmm. same. I also belong to a community group and I will be the hostess for that in April. And I plan to share my goal with all the ladies that are in that group. And um, we're all in similar age categories. I think it might be helpful to them, you know, as, as we start to thaw out here in the great North, I'm sure that they will all, you know, have a renewed interest in moving more and doing more. I've kind of seen the same thing as, you know, what Zelda said is I've had ladies at my church. They're like, well, you're posting that you're working out. Do you want to work out together? And so it's going beyond ACB, which I think is amazing because this movement is inspiring people that aren't blind or visually impaired to start honoring their body with movement as well. I love that about that because it's not just our community. Now people are seeing us and we're inspiring and motivating other people to start on a healthy journey. And I I love that part of it. It is, you know, and I just want to say that Carol shared a YouTube video that she did for another company, but she mentioned ACB and she mentioned Leslie's classes and it was a tribute. It had nothing to do with ACB, but she recognized in how all of this has been helping her. So I just want to say thank you to all of you guys. I know we're running out of time, but it is so inspiring to help and talk. And we want to talk. We want to do activities with affiliates and chapters. You know, if it's getting up and doing stuff. I mean, I sit here during the conference and Dan will probably understand this because Leslie does this all the time too, but we stretch. I mean, I've been sitting here in my chair and stretching and stuff and, <laughs> and tapping my toes or, you know, moving my toes and my feet and my fingers. I mean, I get up and move. And when we did Marilyn, Leslie and I did, and Tony, you know, we, we taught them some stretches just to do that. You don't have to stand and you can sit and stretch and do things while you're just listening um, or at your desk working. But It's just a matter, you know, and I want to just say that the CDC guidelines state 30 minutes, five days a week, which turns out to be 2.5 hours a week. So you're 30 minutes per day in a week, you can only have to do two and a half hours. And that's not very much, you know, and that's just to increase your heart rate. So any type of movement is great. We just want that. We're here to get up and get moving. We want to work with each other. We want to inspire each other. We want to work with affiliates, chapters, individuals. It's a huge family. It's a huge community. So I just want to thank the three of you guys because you guys are inspirations. We all have stories and we want to hear those testimonies. Dan, do you have any thoughts or comments? Oh, first of all, I just want to say it's absolutely so inspiring, and you guys are are spot on. During the breakout sessions, Leslie said, let's go for a get-up-and-get-moving walk, (laughs) and we took 45 minutes and walked around the neighborhood while we were listening to the breakout sessions. So uh, having a buddy to inspire you is exactly true, and you all have been truly, truly inspirational. I have a little tear in my eye as I was listening to the (laughs) stories, I'm telling you, and I know there's no one to respond beside you all, but I got to say, hip, hip, hooray. Hey. Hey. Very good. Thank you so much for your stories. Uh, It's great to hear them. Thumbs up. 
great job to each of you and keep up the good work and uh, keep on walking to Omaha. We'll see you before we know it. <laughs> Zelda Gephard, Karen Goodman, and Carol Moody were recorded on March 13th of this year during the ACB Leadership Conference. Learn more about the Get Up and Get Moving campaign at acb.org. The ACB Board of Directors has voted to move ahead with the hybrid National Conference and Convention for 2022. The 61st Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind will be held in Omaha, Nebraska from July 1st through July 8th. There will also be a virtual component. Learn more about registration and program events at acbconvention.org. Hear more about this conference next month on ACB Reports. You've been listening to ACB Reports from the American Council of the Blind. ACB Reports is heard each month on audio information services across the United States and worldwide on the ACB Media Network, acbmedia.org. The show is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Contact the American Council of the Blind at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another edition of ACB Reports.